0: Hit that button I'm going to let it count to five before I trust it here Just in case Yeah, we're good Okay <clears throat> Hey
1: everyone, it's Brandon and Jesse And this is the Baco <laughs> <laughs> so just keep kidding. it going. This is a box office bomb squad. Uh this is where we break down some of the biggest bombs that ever hit theaters. Fucking we'll do it live! Uh, today's bomb is Enders game.
0: <laughs> That's gonna be in stark contrast to this next clip. Who are you? <laughs> so quiet now. Look, well, this may be amusing to you, but they'll come looking for me. It's like daddy oh, just hit mommy oh, and we're trying to eat dinner as normal. <laughs> you want to fight me? Is that the test? To see if I'll attack an old man? Will or won't. I'll just sit this one out. Okay, you win. Since when do you tell the enemy when he is won? I surprised you once. Why didn't you destroy me immediately after? I thought you were a teacher. There is no teacher but the enemy. and he will tell you where you are weak, where he is strong. From now on, I am your enemy. Got it? Yes. Good. During training, I will devise the strategy of your enemy. Remember, he is stronger than you. From now on, you're always about to lose.
1: What a voice! <laughs> what a what a decision that Ben Kingsley <clears throat> makes in this film. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, budget one hundred ten million. So here's the thing: this movie is a little weird because it actually made a decent amount of money in the UK. Uh Officially, like they, it made one hundred twenty-five million, which is still that's a bad gross. Uh, whenever 115 million is the budget, um, but a lot of reports show this only making 60 million uh, because that's all it made here. And then in the UK, it actually made double it. And it's very rare that in other countries you make as much. Sorry, non-Asian countries, because Asian countries do put a lot into this stuff. This is a little bit before that was a major factor. But sure. this movie's got a weird history and we'll talk about it. Um, but still lost a ton of money, large campaign on this movie for advertisement. Uh, early on the advertisement was focusing very hard on this is Orson Scott cards, 1985 novel that changed the world. And then Orson Scott card, a lot of people pointed out that he is a piece of shit. And, uh, so they backed <laughs> off real quick, and then they took all the stuff Oops. that they had that said Orson Scott Card's Ender's Game, threw it out the window, and all of a sudden we're like, it's just Ender's Game. Don't mention Orson Scott Card. And so it was a weird spot there. Uh, of course, Orson Scott Card uh, stated that all of the hate was because he's a Mormon. Um, but the truth of the matter was it wasn't. It had nothing to do with his religion. It had to do with the fact that he is – incredibly violently anti-gay to the point where he thinks that being gay is a mental disability that was created because of abuse and then once the Obama administration took over his racism came out really strong and he wrote like a weird I think this is on Twitter a weird little story where he's like now that Obama's the the president, he's going to make himself an emperor and Michelle's going to run the country while he hires gang members to like rove the streets and enforce his laws. And I mean, it, the fucking racist stuff that this guy said was fucking wild. And and a lot of that has to do with why the movie failed. Um, we're going to talk about it at the top here because I don't agree on Orson Scott card, anything that he says, he's very, very wrong about most of the things that he says uh, we're talking about his work on its own away from him. Yeah. So I just want people to know that if we're like, Oh, if we give positive reviews of parts of this, it has nothing to do with our view on Orson Scott card. Exactly. Jesse and I both agree that the guy is a fucking piece of shit. Garbage. Human garbage. I <laughs> w- wanted to start out with this just so we can kind of understand where we stand with things um now let's talk about a human who is not a piece of garbage the exact opposite a saint in stuck in mortal form at this point the holy Joe Morton <laughs> love it I don't know how much longer I can hold this <laughs>
0: All oh, place be to him, the draw of the mortar. <laughs> uh, All right, I think it's my turn, right? Yes. All right. Yes. So I did it in two, and I remember on the last episode uh, apologizing for using the expendables. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm gonna do it again. I'm sorry. I use the Expendables. Um, it's okay. I'm gonna use Justice League and American Gangster like nonstop. Perfect. So. Okay. Uh, so I got it into. I got Harrison Ford, Arnold Schwarzenegger in the Expendables because Harrison Ford's the boss that hires uh, Stallone and his yep. crew. Yeah. Uh, and then of course Arnold and Joe in Terminator Two.
1: That Jesse, was- I want you to know that you could have ended it with Harrison Ford because Harrison Ford and Joe Morrison are in are What they? Lies Beneath <laughs> together. Are you kidding me? Yeah, the thriller movie. What lies beneath? What lies beneath? Is that
0: the. Oh, I got to look this up now. I know that it, title. What?
1: Yeah, well, it was a big deal because yes. it was like a weird thriller. It was back when we had like. It had ah. um, Michelle Pfeiffer in it. And the, the bathtub was a big important part of it. Uh, oh, my God. It's about God. the couple that live in the haunted house. I've. You're not
0: going to believe me. I've never seen this movie.
1: Oh, see, okay. I've seen so, trailers,
0: but I've never actually watched the movie. But goddamn Joe Morton's in it. Yeah, he's the
1: doctor. <laughs> Holy shit, now I gotta watch it. <laughs> yeah, so, so I originally was gonna go with What Lives is, cause obviously I have it in one. Yeah. But what's funny is, what came to my mind first was that Haley Stanfield was in true grit with Josh Brolin, who <laughs> is the cop and yeah. American gangster. Ah, but there's yeah. also <laughs> Nanzo Hanazi, uh, uh, the big black dude. I can't remember his fucking yeah. name in the movie. Hit Hup or whatever. The, the guy that's fucking seven foot tall brick wall of a man. Um, among children. Yeah, he is in <laughs> he is in that terrible Conan the Barbarian remake with Jason Momoa who was in Justice League. So like <laughs> this movie here, there was constantly like, oh, there's a bunch in this one. This one was super easy. It just, they all came to me. I, I, I almost felt like I could key together Viola Davis, but I couldn't quite get it in a short, span so i was yeah. like well i was trying for that one too <laughs> Damn, but yeah this one, one got in one yeah because of a weird haunted house uh thriller movie nice with michelle pfeiffer and i love michelle pfeiffer i'll watch anything she does so now that that michelle pfeiffer is the reason i saw that movie and it's funny <laughs> because i was like oh okay haunted house maybe sure so yeah what lies beneath harrison and uh joe and that together awesome All right, Jesse, let's talk about it. Oh, my God, let's talk about it. I have one question for you, Jesse. Sure. This game they play, this, like, fucking weird laser tag. Anti-gravity laser tag. Uh-huh. What the fuck is it useful for?
0: The only thing I mean, every single thing I see in the movie is all about strategy. It's all strategy. I guess yeah. that's what it is. How to work as a team, strategize, be a be a commander.
1: Uh, it's just the, the game has like you would think they would just be playing like a battleship like game then. Like them floating around and doing this stuff physically doesn't feel like it matters whatsoever. Yeah, they're never going to fight the bugs hand to hand. Yeah, this is a lot of extra work for something that doesn't really like because yeah. they we, we see them play computer games. Yeah, because that's how the, the, the queen is talking to him through a computer game. So we oddly enough. Yeah, it's a little weird, but kind of cool. What, what, I, so the, the movie very interesting There's a lot of little bits to it I, There's so many places to go with this uh, Just that one thing irks me um, I do like to call this movie Space Bullies It really really is Cause it's just about bullies. It's like everyone there's bullies on the ship. The, the fucking authority figures are bullies to the kids. Then the kids become bullies. And then they're all bullies to a, a lesser race with uh, the fucking alien insect ants. Cause they don't have the same thought processing. So it's like, everyone's just a bully. Yeah. And it's all about one of the bullies getting a conscience and being like, Oh man, being a bully sucks. Cause I committed genocide. Yeah, I killed all but two of an entire race I will say this Like uh, This is one of those movies That you can And I know it's a book Just don't even add us about that I'm going to refer to it in the movie form I know it's a book um, But it's one of those movies that You can only watch once to get the real impact Yeah, yeah Because once you know You're just like, okay Yeah, and, and see, since I had not
0: seen this The first time I watched it, I did get that at the at the end. And I mean the movie's from 2013, I think we can say it. When you find out that it's all real. Yeah. None of it was a game. They were actually doing that shit. Yeah. It's like holy shit.
1: Well yeah, because like it's one thing to say, oh wow, he he committed genocide, (laughs) but there's also the other aspect of he let thousands of men, human men, die. Yeah. That were working on those ships. Yeah. Because those ships weren't completely un, uh, unattended. There were people on them. Sure. And he lost and most was, of the ships. Yeah, they lost almost everything. Yeah. Uh, there was barely anything left by the end. So, like, what a fucking terrible way to look at things. It's like, oh, yeah, well, you uh, wiped out a species and uh, killed probably, he says thousands, but who knows how many innocent men oh, died. Yeah. And Harrison Ford, the real villain in the movie, is just like. It was all worth it. it, it it's us or them. And what that argument we've heard a million times, you know, it, it dropping a bomb on a place, you know, oh, we got men over there. Well, you know what? Their sacrifice is necessary. It's us or them. You know, it, it's a yeah. fucking monstrous thing. And they do a good job at tying that in and making you go, this is what it becomes. And you're like, oh, my God, it's terrible. But. And the worst part is <laughs> they're making children do it.
0: Yeah. Child soldiers.
1: Yeah. And uh Viola
0: Davis's character actually brings that up in a, oh, I, a great line. A really good way. Yeah, talking about how, you know, um it used to be illegal to um bring people into the military before they were a certain 15. age. Yeah, fifteen. Um and then, you know, in in the turn. You know, because you think he's just strict until Harrison Ford says the thing. You know, after this war is over, we can start debating the morality of child soldiers oh, yeah. or whatever. And it's like,
1: which is the oh, same thing that warlords that's who you say. are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is a warlord. Yeah, exactly. Because she has that moment of conscience where she says. So, you train them to do this, and I get them broken and try to fix them. Yeah, I and have to put resigns. them together afterwards. Yeah, I have to put it together. It's just like these are kids. They do kid things. I mean, we watch a kid pretty much die. Oh, yeah, he's messed Bonzo, yeah. although uh, Bonzo deserved, deserved, it. deserved it. Yeah, he was <laughs> he a fucking dick. Yeah. What a fucking asshole. Yeah. And okay, uh, listen out there, Short Kings. I don't mean any disrespect. <laughs> yeah. But could you have gotten a more fucking goober-looking motherfucker to be the bully, <laughs> the big bully of this film? Yeah. This fucking kid, like, the actor, I've seen him in other things. I actually like the actor. But this fucking kid is, like, five foot nothing. He's screaming up at fucking six foot two ass of Butterfield. I'm going to kick your ass. I'm a tough guy. And then his buddies are there backing him. They're a foot taller than the motherfucker. Like, I feel like... I, personally I don't know uh, I don't remember in the book there being anything referring to him being very short but I feel like the casting director or the director was like no oh, he needs to be a really short guy like maybe he had a bully growing up that was really short and had small man syndrome and was like I'm gonna <laughs> fucking get that motherfucker yeah he's gonna be bonzo and I'm gonna fucking bash his head off a ledge in a shower stall for some reason because why is there a fucking le- a ledge in a room that's always slippery yeah that seems like a bad idea I will say though they don't point it out, but uh, Wiggins' really great ability to, like, strategize on the fly. Yeah. The shower scene is a soap. perfect example. He starts soaping up, and you're like, oh, okay, whatever. He's just you're showering. But then when the guy grabs him, he's like, slip. And I'm like, oh, fuck. He was always thinking. He was yeah. always thinking on how to get the upper hand. Um, his brother, the psychopath, that's a weird deal, too. Like, I, I just... I don't know the the brother thing is weird to me. Something about it's odd. Uh Abigail Breslin plays the sister. She's like this weird like uh beacon for him, like the thing that's keeping him from becoming the brother, yeah. which I found interesting. Uh the acting in this movie is fairly well done. Uh, I think I think while well, Davis is amazing in it, Harrison Ford doesn't ever wag his finger? No, he doesn't. Um, As a Butterfield is a little stiff but I think that's because the character supposed
0: to be. Yeah. The uh, the interesting thing I found with the, uh, the siblings uh, from what I understand the sister they were all three in the program and the sister gets kicked out because she is too much of a pacifist. Yes. The brother gets kicked out because he is too quick to violence. Yes. And Ender is trying to find a
1: Point between, a balance between the two mm-hmm. yeah but he, he's a third and a third having a third child costs like a few million dollars wow See, I
0: did, so I you mean, have I, to be super rich i knew he was, i knew it was like they paid to have a third and all that but i didn't know yeah of it's, it's
1: incredibly expensive you have to be very wealthy to have a third child which is why they keep showing how nice the house is and stuff yeah The military has like some insane control in this future, by the way. They just walk into the house and he's like, We're going to have a conversation. Like, no, you're not. He's like, You can't, you actually can't stop me.
0: Yeah. He says that to the father and I'm
1: like, fucked up, man.
0: Yeah, it's super, very totalitarian. Oh, yeah. It did make me want to
1: read the book, though. the, The sequel is very good. Like uh, the the Speaker for the Dead, it's a really good book because time passes between the two, and then like it picks up. Basically, Ender's been missing for all this time. He's considered this great war hero, just like Mazer Reckham, uh, you know. But they they're keeping him under wraps, just like Mazer, because they don't want people to know that what else happened. They want him to they want him to be this martyr, which is why no one no one even knows who the great pilot was it took out the first queen ship. Um, and just in case they find out, they keep him held in a, uh, on another planet. So then you can never find him. Uh, and that's been Kingsley's character mm-hmm. for some reason. He, and the character is Maori, which is an interesting take. Cause I, I do like the, the Maori people's interesting, you know, history. Uh, very weird. They chose a not Maori man to play it when there were, Tamara Morrison's right there, you know? <laughs> like he's <laughs> right there, man. He's done space <laughs> movies before. He's all game for this. And it's like, no Ben Kingsley. Yeah. It's it just something weird about that to me. Yeah, I, I don't know. know.
0: I unless it was the whole Yeah, I'm not sure because even the uh the part that I had for the intro where he's very, you know, very tau and very you know, yeah. a pacifist and he's in the white robes and he's meditating. Um, but that's the only time he does that. Yeah. It, it doesn't like show up any other time. So it's not like, you know, they wanted to get the guy who played Gandhi. Yeah.
1: It, it's not, <laughs> it's nothing just, about him is like Ben Kingsley has to do this. Yeah, exactly. It could have been on somebody else. I have a question. Tell me if you saw the same thing when you watch it was Haley Stanfield playing this role, like the horniest she could play it um it, it seemed like she wanted to f- like it, her character wanted to fuck um uh, ender like hardcore like every chance she gets she was hitting on him she was saying things like i'll show you some moves she was always touching him she was always like she just gave him like eyes every fucking opportunity i mean y- yeah um, she's I a just, good actress by the way I, I just really like attributed Stanford.
0: it to the fact that they of their age more than anything yeah, but she, and she doesn't
1: act that way towards Bonzo or any of the other characters
0: who would act that way towards Bonzo that's
1: true <laughs> <laughs> fucking guy man he's such a fucking ass he, by the way 100% props to that actor oh yeah he was amazing it, I fucking hated him <laughs> I hated every second yeah. he was on the screen yeah. and here's the thing about being a bully on in a movie. Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes you're just too likable. You're silly and it's not selling it. Yeah. It just doesn't, it comes off like kind of dumb. Yeah. Uh, He does not, he comes off like a real fucking bully. Who's got a real fucking problem. He, he pulls rank every fucking chance he can. Uh, And then Ender's smart enough to realize it and go, Hey, you can tell him that you did it this way. Always you know, you say you won, say you won. Always strategy, which Ender's kind of a piece of shit himself, by the way, because oh, he's yeah. never ever in the moment of living. He's always thinking about how to win, which I get that that's been fucking drilled into his head since he was a child, so he can't help it. But there's part of me that goes, man, Ender's fucked up too. But everyone's fucked up in this. I mean, everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they literally cheer. Even though they thought it was a game, they cheer when they go. Yeah, we annihilated, annihilated entire fucking species.
0: Uh huh. And <laughs> they then they cheer. find out that they it wasn't, they, and it's just in like, fact did oh, annihilate. Yeah. Fuck! That was a crit. That was. I will give props. That was a holy crap moment, man. When I found that out. And now a word from our sponsor. And now back to our regularly scheduled program.
1: Like, it's, a, it's a good, re- the movie does oh. a good reveal when he turns the screens back on is the reveal. And he's like, why are these, why are these images here? Why do we have these images? Why are these images? And it's like, these aren't images, brother. This is a fucking live feed. And yeah. I was just like, what a great reveal to people that don't know. They'd be like, holy shit. That was a, that there was never a fucking game. They were literally killing these things left and right. And I was like, God damn, they did such a good job with that.
0: Yeah. That was
1: phenomenal. I just and I mean, how fucked up is fucking Ender to go? Well, I mean, the best way to win is to just wipe out their planet.
0: Yeah, and he's not wrong. No, he's, that's like, the thing. He's not wrong. That was the best strategy. The problem is, yeah. they were basically the the, beating the, the, humani- is, the humanity yeah. out of him.
1: Well, that was the thing is they were they were playing it as a video game, so they were saying the humanity doesn't need to be here because it's a game, right? Exactly. We worry about humanity whenever. Humanity needs to be there. By doing what they did, they take away that extra step you take, that moral step. Like um, When you play a video game, Jesse, if you're playing Skyrim or or Uh Grand Theft Auto, you fucking kill people left and right. Well, yeah, not only do I kill the
0: enemies, but I'm not as... uh intent on protecting my NPC teammates. They get shot. They get shot. But if I was in real life,
1: yeah, he would never be this blatantly evil. Exactly. Even as a good, even playing it as a good character, you're letting fucking people die like crazy.
0: Exactly. He would never have sacrificed those ships if he had known it was real. And those
1: were real people on them. And because of that, he may never have been able to win. Exactly. And so, because here's the thing, the the bugs they will sacrifice ships to win they don't care yeah because they have one person they're looking out for the queen that's it mm-hmm. so the whole entire thing is our weakness our weakness against these bugs is that they are only worried about one individual person we're worried about every single one of those people so the mentality is there for it to make sense and by making it a kid and telling them it's a game, you're going to have kids are evil, by the way. It, yeah, takes, a, it, they it takes you a while are. to get empathy. Even a good kid who cares has a lack of empathy at times. They just don't get it yet. They haven't grown into it. And sure. that's not their fault. That's something that they get over time. Getting a person at that young age where they don't have that is fucking monstrous. And it says a lot about government, you know, because obviously we do know governments out there that do have, bring kids into their military. Oh yeah. And this obviously is a future where, uh, earth is one, you know, one like government, I guess, uh, seemingly ran by mostly Americans. We see a Maori man and we see an Indian man and that's it. (laughs) Everyone else is an American. Yeah. Um, well, no, there's a British guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll take it back. Uh, cause yeah, uh, uh, oh my God, freeze your balls. Yeah. (sighs) Dap, that guy Dap is British. Yeah. Yeah. And Wiggins is just fucking, I thought he talks a lot, man. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I mean, they picked the, they picked a very good, uh, actor for him.
1: Uh, I, I like the kid. I feel like the kid gets a bad rap. Um, because he's a he he mean he started out really young. He was in the Boy in Stripe Pajamas, which was amazing. And like so like that's one of those ones that like people remember, but he's like a little kid in that movie, and he was very good. He was in that movie Hugo with uh, actually uh uh Ben Keasley, which maybe that's why those two were in this. So I thought that was kind of interesting. But like there's part of me that goes, Man, he kinda gets thrown into uh like being cute British kid because he was in Nanny McFees and all that stuff. Miss Peregrine's
0: so, home for peculiar children.
1: Yeah, giving him like an action role was is is weird and different. And I think he really did a great job at owning it. Yeah, I'd like to see him in more stuff.
0: Uh just in general. Now at his at the age that he is uh now, which uh oh gosh. Um Born in 97.
1: He's 25. Yeah. He plays a professional uh, 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 Super Smash Bros, by the way. Huh? Really? Yeah. I know it's a weird thing, but I I know that he's on Team Liquid. Um, I think his name is Stimpy. Like, right Stimpy. I think it's Stimpy. (sighs) Really missed a big one there, Ender. (laughs) (laughs) It is funny that he's Ender in this, and then he ends up becoming a professional gamer as (laughs) well.
0: Right? Just uh just complete and utter lack of empathy while smashing Kirby in the face
1: with a hammer. <laughs> I wonder who he mains. You ever think about that? I, when someone's yeah. like, Oh yeah, they play this, right? Like, oh, I wonder who he mains. But yeah, he's in a lot of good stuff. He's one of those he's one of those actors that I think we're gonna see a lot of him through the future and he's gonna keep showing up and doing more and more. And of course Haley Stanfield's amazing. I mean, she was just in Hawkeye, she's great in that. Uh, my first experience with her was probably true grit and she's fucking phenomenal in that movie. So great, great older actors in this movie. We get Harrison Ford, Ben Kingsley, great young actors in this movie. I got to say the acting in this movie was actually fairly like decent. Visually. The movie was fucking gorgeous. Um, but I do think, and you know what? Here's another thing. We talk about this all the time. So the sci-fi, the science of the movie Kind of makes sense, yeah. It really does. the The only thing that's really bizarre is like they use like a psychic interface for the video games, so then it's all ran through a psychic connection to the game. Sure. The insects use a psychic connection to talk to each other, the formic. So they find that signal and they kind of hack in on that signal and go, "Well, we can communicate to somebody through the video game because that's the only way we can get a, a psychic signal through." So the queen starts doing that to Ender which is really interesting because the whole entire, like not to spoil the second book, but it was a miscommunication. The queen thought we were a lesser species who couldn't communicate because we didn't have psychic abilities. Cause they basically sent psychic waves out to us for years. We never responded. Oh, okay. so they were like, Oh, they're, they're like, they're a dumb species. They're never going to evolve to the point where they get to interstellar travel. So let's go down there and take the water and, you know, Wipe them out. And so when they get down here and they see that we have ships and stuff, they're like, whoa, they're using some type of communication that's like sounds. It's super weird. And so that's kind of like the idea where the bugs aren't bad. They're not bad people. So in the end of this, we see that Ender gets an egg, the last queen, and is basically going off to find a planet so they can restart that race or species. So, um, really interesting real cool interesting world that's been created here uh the movie does a good job at it i would have liked to see the sequel to be honest i yeah for sure that would have been cool uh which i mean that does lead us to the next segment if you don't have anything else uh uh, i don't no all right well jesse should a bomb one two three four
0: no no not at all i not even a little bit i enjoyed the hell out of this movie
1: so did i i wish we could separate the creator from the creation in this case yeah um very much. So we're getting another where this is happening again, by the way, with, with JK Rowling, uh, with the Harry Potter stuff. And for some reason, that's a, that's a fandom that is slowly starting to separate her from her creation and say, I still want to love this. Sure. And I I feel like that should happen with this franchise as well. We should still respect what it is. I, the, uh, yeah, the creator's terrible, but you know what? We get a lot of love to H.P. Lovecraft, and that guy was a piece of shit too.
0: Yeah. See, that's the thing. It, if the creator is a horrible
1: person, but the creation is not, so it's, it's a weird thing because you know that they're getting money. And here's the thing: Orson Scott Card's still alive. He's getting money. When he dies, his family's going to get the money. Is his family bad people?
0: They're just always. Who's the
1: judge? The money? I mean. Yeah, who's the judge if they're the bad people or not? But the thing is, like H.P. Lovecraft, he was dead before we started, you know, giving him all the honor. But if you think H.P. Lovecraft's a good dude, go look up the name of his cat, and you'll change your mind real quick. <laughs> uh, Jesse's gonna look at well, I the, am the name doing it right now. <laughs> yeah, don't say it out loud, buddy, or we're gonna get in a lot of trouble. Uh, so. Oh no. shit! <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Didn't didn't expect that, did you? No, oh, I expected nope. something bad. Not that. <laughs> yeah, it's about a, the worst you could give a cat. Literally, is. the <laughs> worst fucking name you could.
1: Jesus. Uh, anyway. All right, well, that's in my search history now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know how many people have searched H.P. Lovecraft's cat because one of their friends <laughs> knew the name.
0: Enough that it auto-completed. Oh, I put H.P. Yeah, Love yeah. and it already came up with craft name or craft cat name. I was like, <laughs> oh, click that. And then it pops up real big in the Google search.
1: I'm like, oh, geez. Yeah. So the the big question exists <laughs> that can we separate a person's art from the artist? Uh, there are things out there that I love that a terrible person has created. Yeah. I love the movie seven. Kevin Spacey yes. is a monster. Weinstein has funded some of the best films I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. This, these books are some of my favorite books. Sure. Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter. I, I have a fucking Harry Potter tattoo. I love the Harry Potter universe. These things all exist it is unfortunate that the, the artist is a bad person, but bad people can have good ideas. And that's unfortunate because we have to ask ourselves the question is, can we separate the art from the art? It seems like for this movie and the reason it failed, we cannot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we just can't. Yeah. The general populace could not do it. Um, I am to a point able to do that uh, because, you know, just looking uh, just looking at the movie on its own, like we said in the beginning, cut the movie completely apart from the original author. And the movie's really good. I enjoyed it. It was very entertaining. Uh, as far as the books are concerned, I haven't read them, but I'm going to., uh, and there's no shame in that because the story is really good. And you know, uh, the uh, people are going. Whether they're good people or bad people, they are going to make the money somehow. You can you can boycott them if you want. That is completely up to you. And that is honestly one of the best ways to vote for something is with your dollar. Because everybody wants it, so you might as well pick who gets it. Uh, but I do, I do believe that we should be able to
1: separate the
0: creator from the creation.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean... It is rough. And there are times where uh, a group of people are suffering because we can't. So like the, the crew that it, if you're in a movie with Kevin Spacey, all of a sudden you're not going to get your paychecks uh, that you normally would. Right. Yeah. Because all of a sudden people are going to go, well, I don't want uh, that being something I want on here anymore. Uh but there are, there, are, I mean, through all of history, uh, there are, are people like that. Like, I, I hate saying this, but Pablo Picasso is one of the greatest artists of all time. Mm-hmm. Pablo Picasso had multiple families that didn't really know about each other. Oh, and yeah. then as kind of a little bit of spite when he died, he actively didn't create a will because he just wanted them to fight it out. That's a terrible fucking thing, man. There are a lot of bad people that have done good things. Uh Need we bring up? Uh, uh, fuck, director of Chinatown. I can't think of his name right now. Oh my god, he's a.
0: How can I forget that guy's fucking name? Oh, you the move director of Chinatown?
1: Uh, is Roman Polanski? Roman Polanski, yeah, Jesus, Roman Polanski, monster, monster of a man. Chinatown's a great film. Lots of good Roman Polanski films. Uh. That happened just recently. Woody Allen stuff has been coming out more and more. We knew Woody Allen was kind of bad. And now we know that he's, he's a monster and, but Woody Allen films are good films. It's like we, we are in a spot in society where we have to decide if we can accept, because here's the thing. That's really weird. There used to be actors, artists, artists, all this that were actively bad people. And we saw they were actively bad and we still enjoyed their work just by ignoring it. Um, not to, I'm not dissing on Scientology, but Scientology has done bad things to some people. And there are people that back Scientology hundred percent. Tom Cruise is an amazing actor, but he's the biggest advocate out there for Scientology. Can we not enjoy a Tom Cruise film because of this? This is the spot that we're in. Mm-hmm. This movie is a perfect example of one of those situations. Um, If you're a comic book person, a lot of comic book writers, Stan Lee is a monster and we love Stan Lee. He was a monster. Yeah. Yeah. Stan Lee screwed over so many people. He, he destroyed the lives of so many creators and artists, but we remember Stan Lee as the guy does cameos and we love him.
0: Yeah.
1: So what you're trying to say is, uh,
0: play it safe. Watch, uh, Keanu Reeves and Mel Brooks movies. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> you know what? You never know either. Cause like, uh, I, I I, grew up, Bill Cosby was a big thing in my life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And me too. Uh,
1: boom, that was a surprise. I
0: think Mel is going to, unfortunately, going to kick the bucket before we find out anything
1: bad about him. And I mean, I think the worst thing that would come out about, I think the worst thing that would come out about fucking uh, him is like, he was an asshole to certain people, but they probably somewhat deserve it. I would say it feels like if Mel Brooks is an asshole to you, you probably earned it. Yeah. He seems <laughs> like the kind of guy that's like, he's he's short. He's been picked on his whole life. He's yeah. a goofy looking guy. He's the kind of guy that knows that he shouldn't pick on people. But I feel like if he does say something mean to you, you probably deserved it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Cause you know what? Chevy chase is an asshole, but we still love Chevy chase shit. Yeah. Like I, I love Fletch. That's one of my favorite fucking comedies. Oh, hell yeah! Just because Chevy Chase the asshole doesn't even have to Shack, stop watching. Caddyshack oh, Caddy Shack is Caddyshack is life. Uh, man, Young Chevy Chase was hot stuff, wasn't he? Goddamn, good yeah. actor. He was anyway. Yeah, good looking dude. We are. Way the fuck off subject, but you know what? We did that last time too, because then we talked. We talked about fucking Kid Rock being a pedophile. Song. <laughs> yeah, Kid Rock's a piece of shit. People like his music. Yeah, it's true. God damn it! Look at that. There's a connection between these films. <laughs> uh So anyway, uh we ditched a bomb. What's next? Oh yeah, Jesse.
0: What's next? Let's find out. Mystical, magical number generator. Give it to me. 113 113 is so oh, that's way down there. Ooh. 2008's Speed Racer. Oh, but the what Wach- Man, we've done a lot of Wachowski films. <laughs> they have a lot in the list. <laughs> this has got John Goodman in it, doesn't it? Yeah,
1: John Goodman's the dad. I fucking um, love John Goodman. We actually live cl- we well, he used to live very close. We lived very close to a star of this film. Really? The chimpanzee lived out on Highway H. Oh, really? Yeah, he, he I has did passed not away since then. Yeah, the chimpanzee in this movie lived really close to us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's fantastic. And John Goodman's from I St. Louis. I would say he's so. from St. Louis, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, yeah. I would so have
0: started with that. But. <laughs> that
1: was my joke, because I, I thought you were going to go, oh, yeah, John Goodman's from St. Louis. Well, like, actually, he's a chimpanzee, but the, <laughs> you didn't buy it, I go, I guess I'm saying the whole thing. Yeah, no, I because I was like, there's no way he's talking about John Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> and Oddly uh, enough i another... just saw a lambo drive through town with the speed racer uh mach 5 stuff painted on it so i have not seen this movie in a very long time i have not seen this movie uh, uh i have
0: seen the anime a uh, few t- like just bits and pieces
1: yeah i've seen a couple random episodes i, I not enough to i can't even tell you I don't I know can't the story. Even tell
0: you characters' names. Yeah, I don't know the story at all.
1: So I'm going to this one blind.
0: I'm I, not I even going to read it
1: here. This is what I recall. I saw this movie in theaters, and I left, and I said, "Was that good or bad?" <laughs> okay. Or was I just confused? And then my friend looks at me, he goes, what a pile of shit. And I go, Oh, it was bad. <laughs> uh, oh, and then that's when I feeling. got in the car, I got in the car with the girls on the date with, she goes, that's weird. I really liked it. And I go, well, I don't know where I am with this film. And I was so fucking lost. And I've run into people that love this film. And I run into people that fucking hate this film. This film seems like there's no in between. I, and I don't know, and I'll be honest. I have no idea where I stand. We'll find out next week.
0: This will be an interesting one. Yeah, I. It's got some names attached
1: to it. There's a lot of people in this fucking movie. Matthew yeah. Fox is in this movie from Lost. I. I yeah, Christina uh, Ricci. Uh, is it Susan Sarandon the mom? Susan
0: Sarandon.
1: Yeah. Oh man, Susan Sarandon. I'm, <sighs> s- good stuff. I'm still, yeah. I'm still in it for John Goodman.
0: Uh, any oh, okay. book, Christina Ricci, Saint, yeah, Lo- Christina Saint Louis amazing. represent.
1: You know, Ariel Winter's in this. Oh, from Modern Family, I didn't know that.
0: I did. I saw an interview with John Hamm talking about toasted ravioli the other day. <laughs> oh, because he's nice. from St. Louis too. What John? Oh, really? Yeah, John Hamm. Yeah, he's from St. Louis.
1: Richard Roundtree is in this movie. That's Shaft. Holy shit! It is Shaft. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know Richard Roundtree. I got yeah. to. I met him. He also from St. Louis, I think. Really? Yeah, he did a signing in St. Louis. And uh, when I was a kid, my mom loved the Shaft movies, Shaft and Shaft Goes to Africa, and uh, I used to watch them a lot with her. And when he was up there, he was at a signing. We brought some records and a laser disc to him to sign. So I have a la- signed Shaft laser disc somewhere. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, oh man, what a what a world we live Sha- in. Oh, Rain is in this movie. Interesting. Rain? Zhang Ji Hoon. he is a pop star called Rain. He he came over to America and did this terrible film called Ninja Assassin that is like really. I recognize him immediately. I fucking love that movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's a terrible film. It is, but it's so good. (laughs) Yeah, it's I watch it's, it all the time. It delivers every once a while. exactly what you want. Ninjas and, and assassinations. Assassins. Yeah. Nothing else. <laughs> uh every once in a while I get a hankering for ninja assassin. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those movies that's like, well, I don't want to think for an hour and a half. What do I do? Yeah. Ninja Assassin. I did not know fucking Richard Roundtree was in I'm I man oh uh Hiroyuki Sonata's in this. Yeah. Everyone the Japanese guy from everything now. Oh <laughs> he's in everything. Uh okay. he he's just in bullet train. He's in he was in Westworld. Uh great actor, by the way. He was in uh boy, that that could be that'd probably be our Joe Morton right there. He was in Endgame. He's in a lot. Well, the <laughs> Joe Morton's gonna be really interesting with this one. Yeah. I feel sure. like I'm gonna try to go Richard Roundtree on this one. I'm already putting things <laughs> yeah. together in my head, but uh yeah. we'll find out. Yeah, I might try to go Goodman, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm looking at Emil Hirsch. Oh shit, I already have one because I already have a Christina Ricci.
0: Oh, Uh, yeah. I think I might have a uh, Sam Jackson
1: is Um, Sam Jackson's connected to a lot of these guys too, huh? Yeah, I'll come up with a couple. We'll see what happens. (laughs) Man, uh, how fun. Anyway, uh, yeah, Jesse, where can the people go and see you destroy a species? I don't know how to connect this one. I'm just gonna say it's fine. (laughs) Danger's game. That's what we
0: were talking about originally. It's fine. This whole episode is just kind of. Loose at the seams. Uh, it's late at night, and yeah, I'm two drinks in. Damn it! We, th- <laughs> <laughs> we thought it was a game, and it's real. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! We really did do a whole podcast. uh it a real <laughs>
1: podcast? I thought we were fucking around. Jesse. At the beginning, I fucked it up and said, "Let's do it live," and you let it go.
0: Ah! <laughs> what a mess! Oh. They can find me on Twitter. I'm at Pen of Doom, P-E-N-O-F-D-O-M.
1: I am also on Twitter. I am Brando Supreme. You can also find us on Facebook (laughs) uh, at the Box Office Bomb Squad. And you can even send us an email at magictalkybox at gmail.com.
0: And when you log into your psychic video game console tonight, maybe uh, go over to anchor.fm, read the show notes, leave us a voicemail. And... Who knows? Put uh, some imperial credits in the cup. They didn't even really talk yeah. about what the currency is in this movie. Is so. there
1: currency, or I have do no you just idea. eat the eyeballs out of weird giants? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <sighs> fucking no. <hell. Yeah. laughs> oh, Thanks, so everybody. See ya.
0: Don't freeze your balls!